Welcome to Box Press Radio. I am Dan. I'm Andrew with a noisy chair. I'm Angela with a dirty newspaper on her lap. Wah. Are you crying? Like, like dirty, like it's got nudie pics on it, or no? I like wish it was. I wish somebody it was wiped paper. with it. It was basically might... somebody wiped with it. No, it's just been sitting on the garage floor. My garage floor is not that horrible. Come on now. Give me a little credit, damn it. There's been cats yeah. on the garage. So you guys got to get a uh, cam set up in there sometime too, so we can have video from both of us on the Twitch stream. We can no. do it on my laptop. No, I think the Fallout picture is fine. We can still do it on the laptop. Just saying. Well, I mean, it's it's up to you guys ultimately, but. Does it say not really? Because then it's like we'd have to like turn the silly laptop, and it's like, yeah, I have a cam, it's just shitty, so I need to get a different one. Whatever's new. Yeah, yeah whatever works. Um, but yeah, so how was you guys' week? It was a week. I didn't get home from work early at all, so yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah but it'll be it great. Really it'll be great when my paycheck comes in, though. Yeah, that's what you got to keep in mind. Pretty much. Oh, I know. Yes. Well, I know. I figured before taxes, it should be about fifteen hundred. So before taxes, deductions, and whatnot, you know. Nice. Yeah. Well, my vagina suffered. So you know. Got three whole days, baby. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway. Um. I have paper cuts all down my arms, so that's awesome. Why, may I ask? Because I hope. Should I be afraid to? Well, I take stacks of paper to have them. Well, now I don't have to take them to the basement, but I still have to take them to the recycle machine or recycle box or whatever to have them thrown away. Because while I was on vacation, I guess. They decided to turn the basement into more offices, so I don't have to file away all my packages anymore, which is okay, but I still have to haul them to be recycled. Yeah. So I have paper cuts all down my arms because I wasn't wearing a hoodie. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I mean, I guess if that's the worst thing that happened this week, like, you're doing good. Uh, I mean... Besides having to work, I guess. That is about the worst thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, I guess I should mention, too, um, I totally didn't ask you guys if you were drinking anything. I know you said you weren't going to have any cigars tonight. Well, Andrew went and got a cigar. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I have coffee with Neapolitans mixed in. I wanted to see how that would taste. What, what the fuck is Neapolitans? What a Neapolitan is, is chocolate liqueur... Strawberry tequila and vanilla liqueur all mixed together. It's interesting. It's actually really good. In the coffee, it tastes the same, actually. It doesn't change it at all? It, no, not really. Not even like a hint of coffee with it? like Not really. Hmm. Like, it tastes like... Neapolitan this, coffee creamer, apparently. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's like completely the same. And I have water. Nice. Nothing wrong with a nice glass of water. 
There is when you really want to fucking drink, but there's not really much to drink. There's scotch in there, isn't there? Yes, but I don't want scotch. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Yeah, I, I, I like... would have to uh, choose water over scotch. To and I don't honest. feel... I mean, I don't mind scotch once in a while, but then I don't feel like having the coconut rum that I have. I don't feel like gin either, and I don't have anything to make uh, gin and tonic with. So, fuck it, water. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You could have gotten tonic water while you were out getting that cigar, sir. Uh-uh, because all I did was go get gas, go get the cigar, and came home like that. Because especially when I went to go get the cigar, there's like some sort of Scottish Rite shit going on. So I'm like, I need to get out of here before these preppy people beat me up. Hey, I think they sell seltzer water at the gas station. Again, I went in with the six people in line to go pay 30 bucks <laughs> to put gas in my fucking wife's van. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. Enough. No, I'm good. Uh, I just want to get gas, get the fuck out of here. It's all I want to do. So uh, I actually ran out right before. Actually, while you texted me uh, the first time tonight, I didn't think we were going to record a show, and you texted and said you would have a little bit of time. Uh, I actually yeah. ran to CVS. I was just going to drink water tonight, like you. And I was like, you know what? I haven't had bourbon in like a week and a half, two weeks. I'm going to go grab some bourbon. Um, so I went and picked up a bottle of Buffalo Trace, and I have my usual La Aurora Corojo cigar. There you go. Which I'm like three quarters of the way through, so I'll probably end up grabbing another one, because I'm probably going to stream on Twitch for an hour or two after we're done tonight. Yeah, well, I have uh, an Espinosa Murcielago. It's Murcielago. There's a good cigar. Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I saw them. They, they have them at Rudy's for like, I think it's like ten fifty for a stick, so it's not terrible. I mean. Yeah, that's about average. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. I was debating on that or either picking up my Rocky Patel bundle again, but I was like, I want to do something new. I don't want to like keep talking about the same shit all the time, so. And I've been not keep, I've had my eye on this for a while, so I was like, yeah, I'll pick one up tonight. What the hell? Cool. So here I am. Here you are. Hmm. And I'm not smoking anything. Well, you're, getting, you're, getting, you're getting ready for the FDA laws, right? You're quitting ahead of time. <laughs> Giving it up early. <laughs> I guess. Plus, I'm painting my nails anyway, so. Yeah, just yeah, was, uh, inhale the fumes. You'll be good to go. I was going to say, you don't want open flames near <laughs> near your nails. <laughs> It could be dangerous. Indeed. Yeah, so uh, anything else exciting happening this week? That's pretty much it. Like I said, I got home pretty much like 10, 11 o'clock, midnight every night. So it's kind of made for a not really doing much kind of week. <laughs> yeah. Outside of the, just the usual stuff. Samantha had a carnival yesterday at school yeah That's i'm cool. uh, never having any more children just saying so mm-hmm. i mean i i was pretty certain of that anyway but i mean confirmed i mean if i ever even thought about it last night kind of clinched it for me like uh no mm-hmm no more. Like Because you don't want to do all that stuff a third time, or because she was just a pain in the butt? Well, I mean, it was, like, me and both the girls, and then there was, like, a million other kids running around that, you know, some 
some parents were taking care of their children. Other parents weren't. So I'm standing in line, and every time I turn around, there's a new kid in front of me. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Seriously? Then one kid comes up to me, and it's like, do you know that Samantha gets in trouble all the time at school? It's like, really, kid? Really? <laughs> like, like the teachers don't tell you anything. Like, they just send them home and like, eh, they'll figure it out, right? It's <laughs> like, no, kid, but thank you for telling me because you felt the need to tell me. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. Right. <laughs> nice. It's like, like, I don't get the, the letters every day that Samantha does something wrong. Right. Or the phone calls or anything else that lets you know what's going on. Because teachers don't give a shit about their child, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about that. We uh, we took a our first little vacation away from Titus for... Yeah, I, it's the first time ever. We went away for one night, two whole days. Um, we just went up to Michigan, and it was... It was kind of fun because the first place we went was like this big antique mall next door to Saugatuck Brewery while we just kind of, we wanted to stretch after we sat in the car for a while. Right. And uh, there was probably like, I don't know, half a dozen, ten kids in there, like little kids, toddlers with their parents. And we were just like, wow, we forgot how nice it is to be able to just walk around a store and not worry about anything or like constantly tell him not to touch stuff or chase after him or you know not be a bad parent Um, it was it was really refreshing like we missed him a lot and we were happy to get home to him but it was it was really refreshing and i was like man i might just have to settle for one i don't know that i want to go through this whole process again you know like right after he's kind of starting to get out of that yep so and, you know, like, the whole asking someone to not drink or eat fish, you know, for a year, basically, is, uh, I don't know, it seems cruel, to ha- especially a second time. Yeah. But oh. uh, we did talk about it. We were like, yeah, you know, we would like to have one more, but we're just, like, not sure, you know, Give it how a much. Use. I yeah. was going to say, at the moment, I'd be like... This is me being my asshole practical self, but I would say get your own place first. <laughs> you know, get get out of your mom's and get like concentrate on that for right now. And then once you're in a place or whatever, I mean, you know, I mean, well, you- I mean, yeah, I'm not saying like right now, right now. Like even if we wanted right. to with the birth control that we're using, you know, it would be a year and a half if she got pregnant as soon as possible. Right, but I'm just saying, like, in general, it's like, you know, at the moment, I would just worry more about that than anything else, because, I mean, you guys can find, you know, once you save up or whatever you need to do, like, find a house kind of like we have, where it's got three bedrooms, so that way you've got the extra bedroom for whatever, you know. Yeah. And then a garage, just in case you do decide to have another one, you still want an office. Yeah, (laughs) you still have a man cave, but hopefully you can do, take better steps to insulate and heat it and whatnot (laughs) right right yeah i mean i i definitely agree we're not in any big hurry to to have kids or anything like that um or more kids but um you know it's it's still a possibility yeah andrew didn't really want to have another one but i was kind of like i do 
want to have another one, and I want to have one before I'm 30, so yeah. <laughs> I, I can hear your children from upstairs. There's a spider on the bed, honey. I, I did hear that. She was intelligible. I mean, that is a legit reason to yell for your parents, though, if ever there was one. Yeah, hey, he's going to get the spider off the bed, because mommy doesn't do spiders. <laughs> yeah, Ashley never had a problem with bugs or spiders or anything like that, but, um, you know, still, I, I would say they are not one of our favorite things, but neither of us are like, oh my god, I can't be near it. Uh, I am. <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens. I am that person with spiders other bugs not i mean i don't really care but spiders are like a fear yeah yeah well it happens um do not do them wow uh, <laughs> that no yeah I, I, my brain was just like this is this is a bad pathway to walk down we're gonna turn around and go the other direction <laughs> um Wow. But yeah, I mean, we uh, we had a good time. We it kind of turned into a brewery tour, like it it really wasn't supposed to be. That was not my intent. I was gonna say you guys did hit a lot of breweries. Well, basically, the places we went were all places where the only thing we knew that had like stuff we liked for sure was you know like a brewery, and you know we didn't really have anything specific in mind or anything that we knew that we had to do. So, you know, we just kind of ended up at those places, and we drove a lot around quite a bit, too. It's not like it was the only thing we did, um, but we would have, like, lunch or dinner at a brewery for the most part. Um, so we ended up getting, uh, well, we had, like, a snack at um, Saugatuck Brewing, and we both had a couple of pints there. Ashley had two pints of cider and got half drunk, and... uh then she uh, kind of staggered around Saugatuck with me, and it was dead. There was, like, nobody there, and it's the first time we've ever seen that. And they said it was really strange. They expected it to be super busy. And she wore her new dress because she thought it was going to be, like, 80 and sunny like it was at home when we left at 8 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And an hour and a half later when we were walking around or I guess two hours later, it was like 65, 60 maybe, like 55 or 60, I guess, actually, mm-hmm. and windy and cold. So she ended up buying a sweater um, from a new shop that had them half off because they weren't really open yet. So she got a, like, I think it was a $20 sweater. And uh, it, it was kind of crazy. It was this older guy that apparently had another store in Grand Rapids, which is like an hour away from there and he was like oh yeah we're we're not really open but you know we'll we'll sell you stuff and we're getting rid of this stuff on clearance from the other store at half price so you know whatever the price says it's half of that and we're like oh okay cool so this other you know this group of people clearly very well off walks in um it's like three daughters like you know young teenager daughters and a husband and wife and the the two girls decided they wanted sweaters, so they picked them out and put them on and wore them out and said, okay, Dad, you take care of it, and just kind of ran off. Nice. Literally, they said that. And 
you know the the guy working there laughed and he's like yep that's how they are and the guy was like yeah they just leave dad to be the wallet and i was like well you you kind of look like a wallet honestly yeah um so he he decided he wanted to pay with a credit card which not not abnormal typically that's how i pay and the guy was like, oh, you know what, I don't have a credit card machine, but I'll just write it all, write down all your information on this piece of paper here. And then I'll charge it in like two weeks when we have it set up. Nice. And I was like, and he just like didn't think twice about it. He just gave the guy, like he handed over his, his credit card and let the guy write down all of the information on just a sheet of paper. Wow. Like everything, including the, you know the cv code and everything on it and i was like holy crap dude Um, you want your identity stolen yeah so i was like so ashley you're gonna pay cash for that because i know we brought some with us and she's like yeah we're not we're not doing that (laughs) um wow dude yeah i was just like how trusting is that idiot yeah that's kind of crazy but i guess you know you can do that if you got money i guess Plus, I guess he figured the guy was a store owner, so he could probably sue him if his shit got out. Yeah, I mean, it's probably fine, but it just seems like a bad idea. And it's not like he was buying, like, a $600 sweatshirt, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was, I don't know, it was cool. We walked around and uh, checked everything out. We we ended up buying some uh, some steak spice rubs for... Um, grilling this summer at the spice shop and Ashley got some tea that she's been wanting to try Uh, and then we went and tasted olive oils and uh, stuff like that Um, balsamic vinaigrettes of various flavors everything from like chili pepper to basil to uh, mango habanero and peppermint and chocolate and all kinds like literally every end of the spectrum that's cool. Yeah, so that was fun. We didn't buy any because it was like $20 a bottle, and they were small bottles. And we were like, when are we ever going to use this? Like, you can't really cook with it because your food is going to taste like chocolate and peppermint. And you don't really want that on spaghetti. And that's kind of about the only thing we would do with it. And you, yeah. we don't really eat a lot of, like, you know, olive oils dipped with bread. Yeah. So, uh, just not really our thing. Yeah, I... I would love to, to taste that stuff, but yeah, I'm the same way. I would never use it. <laughs> yeah, let alone, just a taste was enough. Yeah, let alone pay $20 for a small bottle. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, uh, we walked around a little more and decided to head over to Holland, Michigan, uh, because they had the Tulip Festival going on. Yeah. So we got there, and it was an absolute nightmare driving through that town with the tulip festival going on it took us like 25 minutes to go from like one end of town to the middle like maybe two miles and we got parking right behind new holland brewing of course um no one was parking there for some reason like it was partially full but like there was plenty of parking so maybe you just had to like park there and they you know like if you didn't move your car after however long they'd tow it or something i don't know yeah. Um, but we hadn't found a hotel and we kind of wanted to stay in Holland because it's a neat little town. Um, but the only place that we could find a room was the, uh, 
the JW Marriott downtown, and they wanted like 280 bucks a night. And we were just like, no, nah, we're not going to pay that much. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So we walked around, and we went and decided, we were like, you know what, we're not even going to screw around. We're going to have dinner at New Holland because, you know, Dragon's Milk, and it's really cool looking. It looks like a nice place. So there was an hour wait, and they just took your phone number, and they called you when you got uh, your turn. So we walked around town for another, like, 40 minutes and checked out the, you know, they had, like, a street fair thing going on with, like, elephant ears and funnel cakes and all that shit. And we walked into a bunch of stores. We went in one that was a clock shop, but it was, like, the... um, the cuckoo clocks with like the little German dancers and bell ringers and shit on them. Uh-huh. And it, and I mean, it was not like a tiny clock shop. It was like three or four of your garage, maybe five or six, but like that wide, but you know, like a long building. Uh huh. And it was deafening with clock ticking and cuckooing and yodeling. And I was like, I have to get out of here. It is obnoxious in this room. I can't like imagine. Like the sound of music there. threw up. Yeah, I mean, it's like fucking. It remind Ashley said the exact same thing. She was like, "This is like fucking, um, what's his face, uh, Captain Hook's nightmare." <laughs> like that is his personal hell. Nice. Um, so was but it was cool. Spider. And they have if I ever some, found it, I can tell you. Never found the spider, huh? Nope. Yeah, well. I pretty much figured, because the way I looked at it, and like I told them, you guys are two fucking giants compared to this spider. He was probably like, fuck, I'm out. <laughs> as soon as you started screaming. <laughs> yeah. All I was looking call for, bigger ones. Yeah. All I was looking for was something to eat, but no. <laughs> <laughs> You're too big, so don't worry. Yeah, not what I was looking for. Uh... But yeah, so we uh, we finally got our dinner at New Holland, or we got our our turn. So we went and turned in our little waiting pass thing, and uh, it's nice. They they just text you and say, "Hey, your table's ready. You get here in ten minutes, or somebody else gets it." <laughs> so we walked over there and get here uh, in ten minutes, or she gets it. Yeah, yeah, basically, and we were both starving at this point. And they were just like, okay, well, we're going to go sit outside. And we're like, really? Well, fine. Because it had actually warmed up a little bit at that point, And it was pretty comfortable. And we had been walking around. So we were fine. Um, so Ashley was, you know, she had drank enough. So she didn't get any alcohol. But I, I actually drank one beer there. I would have liked to have drank three or four. Um, you know, but I had to drive again. Because we were going to have to drive to Grand Rapids at that point. So we had dinner there. We we weren't super impressed with their food menu, actually. It was super expensive. If you got anything, basically they had like a barbecue menu. And that was kind of it. And then they had pizza. So we decided just to split a pizza. So we got like, it actually was about exactly the size of a like Red Baron pizza. Um, but it was, it was plenty. Like we didn't finish the last piece or anything. It, you know, like both of us were just like, we can't eat that piece. So it was, it was plenty. We got, I think it was some kind of like, I think it was a Hawaiian pizza maybe, or it was like a Hawaiian jalapeno pizza. It was a weird mix of, uh, stuff, 
but it was really good. Um, we weren't sure at first when we saw it because it kind of looked like a Red Baron pizza. And I was like, man, I hope we didn't just pay like $18 for a, you know, frozen pizza. But it was it was really good. It was real thin crust and kind of crispy, but it was real good. Uh, and then we drove over to Grand Rapids, and at that point we were freezing cold. Like, we had been outside for several hours at that point in the wind. And we were like, okay, we're ready for indoors things. Mm-hmm. So we looked up hotels. We got in the car, and then we started looking at hotels again because my phone was dead at that point. So I had to plug it in in my car to use it. And I started calling places, and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we, we have one room left, and it's 250 bucks, And, you know, we're talking like Holiday Inn Express here. You know, nothing fancy-schmancy. So I start looking around online, and I'm like, okay, well, it says here that the um, Spring Hill Suites, which is like one of the Marriott things, it's part of the JW Marriott, um, and it's all suites, so you get, like, the the couch and sitting area, um, and they're all identical. You know, there's no, like, different classes of rooms. They're just, it's all the same room. The only difference is, like, two queen beds or one king bed. And they were like, oh, yeah, we have one king bed for 120 bucks a night. And we're like, okay, sold. Um, we'll be there in a half hour. And she's like, okay, well, I need all your credit card information. I was like, do you have, like, one room left, or can we just drive there? And she's like, you can just drive here. So we got there, and it was all good and fine. We checked in, and uh, it was kind of weird. Like, it was way, way back off of the interstate, and we had to use my phone's GPS because my car GPS couldn't get us there. Like, you had to turn down this, like, back industrial road that goes around back behind a target. You would never see it from the road. So we we got there finally and checked in, and we were like, okay, well, we can drive back into town. It's only, like, you know, 7 o'clock. We can drive into downtown Grand Rapids that we had just driven through, and it was about, you know, 15, 20 minutes away. And, you know, go check out... Um, you know, do another brewery because it was the only thing we knew in town that we wanted to do other than the zoo that we were going to do the next day. And we were like, we're too fucking tired to drive back into town to go to Founders. And we knew it was going to be just a zoo on Saturday night. Um, So we were like, well, I didn't bring a bathing suit, but they have a nice hot tub. Let's run down to Target and we'll get, you know, some beer or something. Um, you know, we'll find something to drink and some snacks and stuff for the car and for the night if we get hungry. And we went over there and, um, bought some, I bought cashews and she bought cheese sticks. Um, yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) And then, uh, I bought some weird, uh, shorts brewing space rock beer. That's apparently supposed to be gluten free. And I didn't realize it until I was like sitting in the room drinking one, looking at the label. Um, so we got back to the hotel and then put on a bathing suit and went down to the, uh, swimming pool and the hot tub. And there was like this group of this, it was like an all black, like group traveling. Cause it was like an airport hotel. So it was like a mile away. Um, and you could tell they were traveling cause the next morning, you know, they all were getting into a shuttle to the airport and everything. And, you know, you, I, there's something about people traveling you can just tell. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I don't know. They were very nice people, but there was like a dozen of them, and they were mostly young kids, and they were just screeching and screaming, and it echoes in those damn pools Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's just a big tile room, and the whole floor was like just the slipperiest fucking tile you've ever stepped foot on. I literally almost fell on my ass right next to the hot tub. Um, and I didn't have shoes on. Like, I wasn't wearing shoes or anything. I just had bare feet. So it shouldn't have been that bad. And uh, I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll be more careful. And those kids were just screeching and screaming the whole time we were in there. But the hot tub was really nice. It was super cool to sit in there for a while. Um, I can't tell you the last time I had been in a hot tub before that. Probably like two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we relaxed, and um, after about 20 minutes of the hot tub, we were like, yeah, I think we've had our fill of this. Um, went back up to the room and um, had a beer and some cashews, took a shower, and we both laid on the bed and watched something on Hulu and because I took my laptop. And we just, because the TV just, TV is garbage. So we watched something, I don't even remember what at this point, just some, you know, one of the shows we keep up with. Probably It was probably Grey's Anatomy, honestly. Because um, I was ready to go to bed at that point. I was just like, yeah, pick whatever, I don't care. Right. I thought so, Grey's Anatomy this week was pretty good. Well, it was last week's. Oh, well. Um... But, yeah, I, it was probably fine. And then uh, we fucking passed out, man. We were tired as shit. Um, it was, there is something magical about hotel beds. Like, I've been trying all week to figure out where I can buy blankets and comforters and pillows that are identical. Because, holy fucking shit. Mm. Um, yeah. Because the, the hotel that we stayed in um, the other weekend was, like, the... The the bed itself was awesome. Yeah. And just like the comforter itself was like velvet. I mean it was not like that scratchy velvet. It was like this smooth Not like purple rain velvet. Yeah, like yes. soft. <laughs> yes, I will just, co-sign with that one. <laughs> oh my god, it was freaking awesome. I was like, this comforter is so comfortable. It's like they killed a a dozen velveteen rabbits to make that bed. Yes. And then the pillows were, like, extremely soft. Like, uh, they were, like, almost memory foam pillows, but not. But, yeah. Yeah, there, there is something magical about fucking hotel beds. I, I really, really wish we knew the secret. And also, we came to the conclusion that if nothing else, we have to move from a queen-size bed to a king-size bed. Because there was plenty of room for us to stretch out, which we definitely can't do with two of us and a dog at home. Mm-hmm. So that is, that's probably pretty high on our priority list now. Um, because we definitely will sleep better with, you know, a little bit of room. So, yeah. But uh, then we got up the next day, and um, finding breakfast was a real fucking hassle. There was nowhere for breakfast in, in like, the the nearby area the only place there was because it was mother's day um Mm -hmm. was like a like 50s diner style place and it was absolutely packed it was like an hour and a half wait um so we're like yeah we're gonna we'll just drive closer to the the zoo 
and we'll find something downtown, you know? Mm-hmm. We fucking drove around downtown for like 30 minutes and found nothing. Like, it was all nightclubs, all bars. Nobody had breakfast or brunch because it was like fucking 10 a.m. A. at that point. So finally, we find like kind of a small, like a chain place, but only local called the Omelet. Hmm. So, parking there, it was just like, well, we're not going to park on the street because there is no parking. And there's a huge group of people waiting outside. And we're like, well, we don't really have any other choices. So, I guess we're waiting. So, I let Ashley out to go see how long. And they said, like, 40 minutes. And we're like, okay, fine, whatever. We're starving at this point. We'll wait the 40 minutes. Um, But they had a parking garage. So, it said, you know, they'll validate your parking if you, you know, eat breakfast there. So we did that, and we went and waited, and it was it was probably about 45 minutes. Um, you know, it was a pretty good wait. And then when we finally did get in there, uh, they sat us at a, a booth, which was nice. So we were at least kind of alone, you know, in a room full of people. And we sat there for probably five minutes, and then a waitress finally came over and you know, brought some coffee and stuff. And uh, we were like, yeah, you know, we're looking at the menu, um, kind of indecisive about it. And they're, you know, it's Mother's Day, so they're giving all of the moms that come in a flower, which was really cool. Um, You know, just kind of a nice touch. Mm -hmm. And we finally decided, I I ordered biscuits and gravy because I had been thinking about it forever. And it was really good. Um... And then Ashley got, uh, she got some kind of scramble, I think. It was like a spinach and cheese egg scramble thing. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't look great to me, but she said it was really good. And she got pancakes with it, which looked awesome, actually. Um, and I got eggs with mine, but I don't really eat eggs that often. So um, I kind of skipped those, but it was fine. They wanted, like, I think they wanted $5 for a glass of orange juice, though, which was insane. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, that shit better be, like, squeezed and shit. Well, it actually was. So it turns out they had a really cool fucking machine that was directly behind Ashley that you would pour oranges into, like, a hopper at the top. And then it was... Yeah, it had, like, a big, like... It looked like a, a boat sh- uh, steering wheel. And... It would pick up the oranges one at a time, and it had a knife that would go through and slice the orange in half and then dump them into a press that then pressed the orange juice out. It was really cool, though, because it was clear, so you could watch the whole process, Um, but not worth $5 a glass. That's fucking crazy. It should be hand-squeezed by a slave Mm. Um, or at least an indentured servant. Um, And now we lost all of our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not endorsing slavery it's a joke <laughs> i know what i'm just saying like anybody that tuned in late <laughs> yeah um but no it was it was uh it was fine but the lady literally she just kind of stood behind ashley at the little you know how they have like the little server's desk thing where they can go and put orders in and just kind of stand there if they need to or whatever she literally stood there like the whole hour that we were there because we waited probably 30 minutes for our food. There was a huge table of like 
so it was actually like three tables. They put two tables together for all the adults, and then they had three booths full of kids, and that's why the wait was so long, because those people had been there for like two hours, and they were taking up like a quarter of the restaurant. And like all of the servers were just helping that one table. There were like five people working as servers, and at least four of them were taking stuff to that table and refilling drinks and stuff. And they were just ignoring all of the rest of us. So our waitress came by one time, and she just brought the, like, carafe of coffee and just left it there. So I I literally drank the whole thing of coffee, and I ran out while I was waiting for her to get our bill, like, an hour and a half after we actually got seated. So we got there at, like, 10, and we didn't leave there until noon, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a little afternoon. And... It was just insane. And there was a a gay couple that sat next to us, like in the middle of the room at a, like a a tiny table for two people. And the lady, like, as soon as they got there, she went and took their order and then brought them their food and literally never went back. Like they were still sitting there waiting for her to come back and, you know, give them their check when we left. Um, They had really, really super shitty service, but the food was good. Um, so she got the minimum tip that I felt was appropriate because she literally didn't do anything. Like, yeah, you know, I probably could have called and got my order quicker. So, but it was fine. It wasn't that expensive. Um, and we didn't want like an IHOP or something like that. We wanted to go to a local place. Um, so then we went to the zoo, which was incredible. We're definitely going to make a trip back just to go to that zoo. Um, it was all, it was very vertical, and it was only like I think it was ten bucks to get in, um, and it was enormous. I mean, the they had like a mile long tiger cage that you could walk along and like follow the tiger throughout. Um, that was really cool. They had some awesome like mountain style, um, you know, cages for like the mountain lions and that sort of thing. Uh, they had huge. They had a huge indoor penguin exhibit where you could see. Like, um, they had trout ladders with different levels, so you could see the trout in different stages. And then they had the penguins up on, like, uh, a rock outcropping. And then water with um, plexiglass so that when they were swimming, you could see them the whole time. It was really, really well done. Probably the nicest zoo we've ever been to. Um, Fort Wayne is nice, but this one is just head and shoulders above it. Um, so yeah, we spent probably two and a half hours there and got tired and said, all right, we're going to stop by Founders Brewing and then we're going to head home. So we went and did that. And Founders was by far the best brewery that I've been to as far as like large breweries go. Um, you know, I, I like my local places, but this one was just incredible service super nice people they had a great system and they were super busy but they had plenty of room it was really really well set up and it's massive i mean like i took a few pictures of the tanks outside Mm -hmm. and it's it's ridiculous like it looks like a hershey's you know factory or something like that um it's insane but it was super nice and it was affordable too it was fairly cheap and just had great beer, and we didn't eat any food there. Um, neither of us were really all that hungry yet, so we just kind of 
had a couple of beers and a few samples and uh, we're like okay cool walked around the gift shop thing and bought a uh, magnet bottle opener for the fridge and started our drive home stopped back in Saugatuck on the way home and uh, Ashley went and got a ice cream cone at the like real popular ice cream place and I grabbed a cigar I grabbed a Padron anniversary there um, and sat out on the bench while she waited in line for like 40 minutes for ice cream and smoked my whole cigar and walked around town one more time and got back in the car and drove home Stopped at Shoreline, had a couple more beers, and split some poutine. Um, actually, we split a pitcher of beer at that point because we were home. <laughs> and uh, got home and hung out and played with the baby a little bit and the dog. And I think I streamed for an hour and went to bed. And then we were back at it at work this week. So um, nothing too too terribly exciting but it was a good good little trip it sounds like you had fun yeah it was a good time it was it was really really nice to just have the two of us so which will not be the case this weekend so we're we're coming to fort wayne but we're visiting her parents tomorrow um and i i don't know that we're going to get out until the late evening um so we're probably going to hit up Rudy's and Ashley wants a wine slushie and chocolate and I want cigars and beer um, and then grab dinner somewhere in town and probably go back to the farm and sleep and then I think we're going to get up early on Sunday morning and go to the zoo and then we are going to go to the Cherry Blossom Festival in uh I think it's in the convention center, but I'm not sure. It's probably it might be in the botanic botanical gardens. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I'll have to look. I know Rex and Melissa know where it's at. I know they're going. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do that. It should be cool. Um, and then we're gonna head home. Well, we're gonna go get the dog from the farm and then head home because yeah, all of the driving. <laughs> right. Sounds like you had a pretty eventful weekend, though. Yeah, and then work was kind of just work this week. It was a little busier. Um, I Apparently, my, my straightforward answers um, were um, irritating to the marketing person and the boss's wife who does some of the graphics work. Um, they said that my my answers were too straightforward and they needed to be a little bit more eloquent and drawn out and i was like you want my answers to be drawn out and they were like yeah we want them to be longer i was like what they were like yeah we we don't feel like you're putting the proper care into the phrasing for your answers to our questions and i was like but i'm giving you factual answers and pictures they were like, we would like them to be a little prettier, please. <laughs> so I, I was just like, you know what? Okay. Sure. I was like, just so we're clear, that means I'm going to spend about two, two and a half hours a day typing out, you know, responses to yes or no questions. And they were like, yeah, that's what we want. Okay. That's when you start just, looking up the most grandiloquent words you possibly can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... I 
And that's what I did this week. I just kind of spent my week uh, writing out these really elaborate descriptions of things. And they seem extremely pleased with those elaborate descriptions. Um, and, yeah, just I fixed a bunch of mistakes that people made. And they were like, I, I, I can't do this. It's not working. Fix it. Drop everything you're doing and help me. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is really helpful to what I'm trying to do. Um, so I was just like, yep, okay, no problem. I get paid the same no matter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was fine, though. I mean, I, I can't complain too much. Uh, the week did go by fairly quickly. Um, just, and then it was uh, our marketing assistant's last day today. She found a new job somewhere else because she couldn't put up with uh, one of the employees, um, kind of employees. Uh, she's just like, I'm not working with this person anymore. I'm going to find a new job. And she did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, wow, that's intense. Uh, but she's young and hasn't really, she has real thin skin. Everything is, you know, everything hurts her feelings. So. Nice. We, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not really sad to see her go. Um, she was the one that was spending, I would say, 30 minutes every morning from about 8 to 8.30 or 8.30 to 9 whenever she showed up. Uh, doing her hair and makeup in the mirror behind her desk. Right. And I was just like, dude, I'm sorry, but when you get to work, like, you should you should have your your fucking hair and makeup done, or you know, tell your boss you need to work a half hour later. Um, but you know, kind of a non-issue now. So. They're gonna they're gonna hire someone to replace her, and it sounds like they're actually going to hire someone with marketing experience and not somebody uh, with no marketing degree or experience that was just a salesperson. Um, but it is frightening. Like she worked in that position for about six months, and she did get a full marketing job, like as a marketing person at another company. With literally six months experience and no education in that field. Like, no college degree at all. Hmm. Yeah, and she was just a marketing assistant. She wasn't even really a marketing person. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's why people can't find jobs. Because they're going to people that are willing to work for next to nothing. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, what are you going to do? So, yeah, I mean, that's that was pretty much my week. Other than, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk about video games, I'm sure, here in a little bit. But um, I've been kind of just streaming every night this week. I streamed, I actually streamed five hours on, uh, I think, Monday or Tuesday night. Um because the baby was at a sitter and Ashley was at work and my mom wasn't home. It was just me. So I actually got home on time and just sat down and played Overwatch for like five hours and streamed it. Uh, and it was a fucking great time. And my, my viewer count has been going up. My followers have been going up. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, that was mostly my week. I, I got home and fucking just streamed as much as possible. Yeah. So anything else for you guys' week, or should we move on to entertainment? I was going to say you had your show. 
Yeah, I had yes. my show last weekend. And we saw um, Civil War, but I'm guessing you didn't, so we probably won't be talking about that. Or Yeah, I mean, like, I, I wanted to go see it. We talked about going to see that instead of the hot tub when we were in <laughs> Michigan. Well, Civil War or hot tub with your lady. <laughs> yeah, well, and we, we actually were going to go see the movie, but it was like 20 minutes to get to the theater, and right. it's a two like a two-hour-plus movie. Right. And... It didn't start until I think like nine thirty, and we were like, we don't want to get back here at midnight because we actually want to get up and do stuff. Yeah, and not only that, like both of us probably aren't going to stay awake through the whole movie. So we uh, we were like, yep, yeah, fuck that. So we didn't go see it yet, but we're going to. Um, maybe you know what that might even happen um, Saturday tomorrow, but I I kind of doubt that. Yeah. Alright, well, I mean... You yeah, but how was your show, yeah. you didn't say? What about your show? I mean, it was a normal show. We had uh, the largest uh, crowd uh, that we'd ever had before. So, at our next... Because uh, we have a show tomorrow, too. It's a charity show um, in Kendallville. Oh, the one where you had all the old people giving you glares? Yeah. Nice. So That'll be a good time. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm bringing my bottle of ibuprofen. I just know that already. But uh, on Sunday we have the uh, we have our next practice, and I guess we're gonna go over like because we had such a large crowd, they were getting into our changing space. Oh, like literally, people were sitting on the counter where we had all of our stuff and they were moving all our shit around and it was like really? <laughs> well you guys were at a different venue this time right? No we were at CS3's Oh okay. Yeah. But they uh, the last time you were there uh, they still had the sound booth and everything out no. in, no. when Dan was there last? Oh yeah when Dan was there. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when you were there last they had the sound booth actually out in the main like audience area. They've since moved that to like way in the back like above like the like it's kind of like an auxiliary bar but they don't really use it as that. It's just kind of an extra space for like setting stuff up for concerts and whatnot. Yeah. But they set it up back there now so it gives more room for tables and chairs but even still there's like really no room for them to really change and get to the stage unless they want to use like the the restrooms which are kind of you know adjacent to the bar area itself so it's like that doesn't really work right so and it's like when you've got that many people it's kind of hard to keep everybody like you know from getting back into places they're not well, supposed to. Well, it's not really hard. It's, you know, it's that not, we but... had so many people that they were spilling back there. But yeah. then we had a couple of girls that were sitting on our countertop. Mm-hmm. And they moved, like, my... Because uh, I had my jewelry box there. They moved my pasties. They moved my phone. They moved all of my shit that I had sitting there. And I was like, um, excuse me, but... You moved my stuff. Where did you put my stuff? And then Andrew wasn't back there. Uh, the other security guy was back there. And I was like, these people got to go once intermission hits because we have to have a place to change. 
And we were having girls, like, back there changing still. And he had to hold, like, the curtain out, like, away, basically, like, um, we had half of our changing space because these people were spilled back into there. And it was, like, he had to, like, hold the curtain, like, out and around so that nobody saw us changing. And then while we were changing at intermission, people were, like, moving the curtain and, like, looking in on us. And I'm just like, are you are you serious? Like, is this really serious right now? Yeah, yeah so you guys probably need to have less tickets or come up with, like, a very, you know, defined line as to where people cannot sit. Yeah, um, well, and that's what the security's back there for, to, like, tell them that they can't be back there. But it was just like, well, where else were they going to go? But either way, it was just like, we got to figure something out, because that was... It sounds like you either need a bigger venue or sell less tickets, honestly. Well, basically, it's first come, first served. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't think they really have a, a number of... Well, that's what I'm saying, is I think you need to give them a, like, no more people after this many get in. Yeah, but it's just, like, then, you know, ticket sales and that kind of shit. But I don't know, but there isn't any other venue that we could do right now. Because Columbia Street, we were supposed to do Mardi Gras at Columbia Street, but they don't, like call us back or get back to us and that venue is even smaller than CS3 so and then there's the brass rail which is even smaller Mm -hmm. so it's just like we really don't have anywhere to go unless we actually rent it out of place Mm -hmm. but I don't know then there wouldn't be like any drinks or food or anything so I don't know yeah yeah sounds sounds very difficult yeah yeah, it was still a good show. Other than that, but that's kind of like yeah, the, I mean, the big takeaway thing is just all that. Like, we had oh. new girls that that were really good. Um, yeah. So, I don't know if some of that crowd was just like you know their friends and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. It could just be like a one time thing because it's their first show, yeah. or you know whatever. But we had a really huge turnout. There was even a couple of people that I knew, like um, one of my, my, my best friend's sister was there, you know, even though she didn't know I was there, I was standing guard by the back door area, and it's like, I didn't really get a chance to go over there and say hi to her or anything, because I was over there, so it's like, but I saw her come in, um, and then there was a guy from, from where uh, I work, where we both used to work or whatever, but it's like, he was there, and I was like, what brings you here? Like, I didn't, Burlesque doesn't seem like something that would be your thing or whatever. And he's like, I'm here with her. And it's like, ah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was kind of inter- It was kind of funny to see some new faces and also people that aren't new to me, you know? Yeah, it's always interesting when you run into someone you don't expect to be somewhere. Right. And, every- and everybody seemed to have a pretty good time. So, you know, it's just one of those things that they need to figure out a better way to, like, manage that back room if they're going to continue to use it or they need to find a bigger space it's kind of the the rock and a hard place decision they have to make but yeah because i don't really have any better suggestions either because like columbia street would be the next best thing but like you said smaller than them and they're kind of dumbasses anyway well, so they're, they're just dicks that's, right that's I what mean, i'm saying that they won't call you back they're not going to work with you so what's the point you know 
So like I have, you know, I, I kind of agree with uh, what's his face's uh, suggestion that we just like rent out a place in the in the Coliseum <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, might be a better idea. But other, Sounds like it. But other than that, it wasn't too bad. You know. Yeah, we had fun. It was a good weekend. Cool. Cool. You got to watch, you got to watch a new old movie over the weekend too. What? Empire Records. Oh yeah. So we yeah. Had, we had a friend over on Sunday night, and she was like, well, "What's your favorite movie?" And she's like, "Empire Records." So we ended up getting it on Amazon. So I guess you had like a five dollar credit or something. I I got a five dollar uh, thing as a reward. Right. So so it's like, well, we could get it on, you know, Amazon or whatever. It's like, all right, cool. So we sat and watched Empire Records. It had been a long time since I had seen it. Yeah. I figured you had already seen it because, you know, uh-uh. it's pretty much the one of the quintessential 90s flicks. Like, pretty much that, Hackers. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have not thought of that movie in a long time. Yeah, I've never actually heard of it. Well, see, like you, Dan, I don't think it would necessarily be your big movie because you're not a big music fan. No, I think I saw it on TV or something right. like, once or twice. Like, I didn't go looking for it, but I remember seeing it a couple of times. Right, but I'm saying it's not like that big thing. Of like, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. It was awesome. Like, you know, I mean, it was probably still an entertaining movie, but... Yeah, it was a good movie. You know, but it's like, yeah, you know, it's it was cool, though. So I was like, oh, cool, something she hadn't get to see. You know, I, did, I figured you'd already seen it, but eh. Nope. I mean, it's not Civil War or anything, but, you know. <laughs> that was a pretty good movie, though. Yeah. Yeah, although Andrew was mad he didn't get to see the ending credits because Civil War got over. Yeah. And we, it was like, it got over at 6.45, and we had to, like, bust our asses to get over to CS3 by 7, so, yeah. Cool. So, I mean, I... We're gonna. We're definitely gonna make the effort to go and see Civil War. Um, and I do have a movie to talk about this week. Actually, we did watch a movie uh, last night. Actually, um, but without spoilers, I mean, I guess can you guys say, you know, like, did you really like Civil War? Where does it rank in your your comic book movies? That sort of thing. Well, for me, I would have to say, um, I think it was definitely. You know, up there as far as like as as good as it was because it did a few things that you know you weren't expecting. There were some twists that were you know that kind of came out of left field, but they were set up really well to the point where you didn't seem cheated about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I mean, as far as like like if you didn't like Age of Ultron, like if you thought that was like too convoluted or whatever, I mean, on one hand, you might not like this movie. But on the other hand, like I think it was way better than Age of Ultron. Um, yeah. Uh, and I mean, they did a really good job with bringing in the two new characters or new-ish characters, you know, with uh, Spider-Man and Black Panther. Yeah, I heard uh, I heard a lot of people say that Spider-Man stole the show, and they want that Spider-Man to get his own movie. Well, he's but going to. I was going to say, isn't he in that? The new Spider-Man movie? He's going, yeah, he's yeah, he's the new one that'll be in that movie. So. Okay. okay, well, cool. Well, that's they, that's mean, good to hear. They yeah. did a good job of introducing him and not, like, going into his background and all that bullshit. Like, Between I mean, him and Black Panther, that is one of the things I will say that I was happy about is that they didn't dwell and go into a big thing about, like, 
where they came from and like the origin story. They basically like summed it up in like one or two sentences, and that's it. And they moved well, on. With Black you know? Panther, with Black Panther, they kind of did it in passing, where he was kind of like, but that's what I mean. Some you know? stuff here and there. It was like one or two about sentences. About a couple of things, yeah. and then they would ask him a question. He'd be like, "Well, okay, this is this and this that," and just like one sentence or two and he was you know it wasn't a huge like montage backstory kind of crap right it they did it really profoundly and which um, is fine anyway because you know they're gonna have his movie in like 2017 2018 or whatever yeah 2018 so i mean they can cover that stuff in his own movie whereas like this one since he's kind of dropped in the middle of you know since they're both kind of dropped in the middle of other established shit it's kind of like all right Two sentences, here's your backstory. All right, now let's move forward with the rest of the movie now, you know? Well, and they kind of just, you know, gloss over anyway in in the movie, like, uh, without words anyway, so... Right. Um, but it was fine, though, and that's what I think, like, that was the genius thing they did with this movie, is that they didn't, like... They're like, well, we got two new characters. We don't have to dwell very long on what, where they came from. Let's just watch them do their thing, you know? Especially yeah. Spider-Man, because shit, we've had how many Spider-Man movies now? I think we know who Spider-Man is. <laughs> Every single one of them does the origin story. Right, yeah. I think we get it. And I'm hoping they, they take that to heart when they make the new Spider-Man movie and just like go, you know what? Well, and I think that. they can now that they've had him in another movie already. Yeah. Like, they, people know who he is. They did Spider-Man um, pretty authentically with this movie, too, um, with his accent and things like that. With his accent and the fact that it's actually a kid, teenage kid, playing a teenage kid superhero. Instead yeah. of, like, you know, Tobey Maguire in his, like, late 30s, early, tw- like, late 20s, early 30s, you know. Yeah, the, the 40-year-old I gotta go back Spider-Man. to high school, Aunt May. You know, like... <laughs> Like, the voice is pretty deep, Tiger. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Peter, have you been doing the steroids? <laughs> right. Um, that was one of the funny parts, though. Uh, Marissa Tomei plays Aunt May in this movie, and it's like, I don't know if there's an acronym that sounds better than ALF, but she's an ALF. <laughs> wow. An ALF? Yeah, um, and, and, and I'd like to fuck, yes. Um, but yeah, so... Spider-Man did really well, and then, you know, they brought Ant-Man back. Ant-Man was pretty awesome. Um, they, Although they didn't get, like, huge time in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, the time that they did get in the movie was um, extremely well. Um, and with the big fight scene, they did a really good job of, like, separating everyone out enough to get their own, like, cool moments of fighting one another. And they didn't like, you know, it didn't seem like a weird hodgepodge. It's like, you know, you got these two guys over here, these three over here. But it was all like, it all fit together, even though you were kind of like, you know, everybody was all over the place. Yeah. It was very well organized chaos, but it was pretty, but it was definitely entertaining chaos. So, so I mean, suffice it to say, it's a good movie. Go see it. Um, it was one of my favorites. There are two end credit scenes. There's one in the middle of the credits and one at the very, very end. So... Make sure you stay for those. I, we didn't have the opportunity to, but there are two. I've already read up about them, so I know what happens. But, you know, I'm just cool. putting that out there for everybody. That way, you know, if you haven't seen it yet or whatever, just make sure you know there's two credit scenes. Cause, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely stay for those. Right. And I, like, I know, so I don't know why. I always put, like, the 
the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. you know, because I this was basically an Avengers movie. Yeah, I mean, it does. Um, it mean like I've always put these in the same boat in my brain as the X Men movies for some reason. I don't know why, but those two movies they they have a similar feel, I guess, with the ensemble cast. Yeah. Um, and every time I talk about this movie or I hear someone talk about it, I'm like, man, I'm really anxious for that next X Men movie now. Yeah, I mean, I've heard some early reviews. Apparently, it's kind of meh. Well, I, I, I don't care. Like, I just like seeing my my heroes from my '90s cartoon oh, yeah. on the big screen. You know, in awesome special effects. Like, I don't care if the story's mediocre, right? Um, I mean, you know, I mean, they're it's... bringing they're bringing in Apocalypse in this new one. Like, how mediocre can it possibly be? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, it's got to be, and it looks cool. It seems to have a darker look to it. Right. Not like the theme being darker or like sadder or whatever. More apocalyptic. It just seems grittier and a little darker with like bright highlights, like Psylocke's purple against darker backgrounds. Right. When I mean it, I mean. Granted, I'm a little out of the loop because the last of the, the last of the newer X Men flicks, I didn't, I haven't seen uh, Days of Future Past yet, but I did see First Class, so I'm up to speed that far. But like, I didn't see any of the, I've seen like trailers and stuff for Days of Future Past. I just haven't had a chance to watch the film, the film itself yet. But uh, I mean, it looks good. I like the fact. Uh, I didn't realize it till after I was reading something and they mentioned who was playing Apocalypse. I'm like, great. Poe Dameron is Apocalypse now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Good old yeah. Master Isaac. But yeah, I mean, it looks like, it looks pretty good. I mean, I like the way the characters have, have developed. At least, like, I like the way First Class kind of handled, like, them basically kind of, like, going back and redoing everything. Right. You know? And I mean, the, the cast, I think, works pretty well. I mean, even though I'm still kind of, like, I don't... I don't buy Mystique being like a good X Man, you know. But yeah, whatever. I mean, it's something. Yeah, it's something different. Really fit. It's something different for him to do, so that's fine. But I mean, you know, it, it looks okay. It's not that one's not necessarily high on my radar to go seek out, but I'm sure eventually I'll get around to watching that one. But I don't know. I'm having more fun with like you know the the quote unquote Disney Marvel movies, and I'm you know, and I'm. You know, I, we just saw that Batman v Superman, so I'm I'm waiting to see where they go from there with that one with the next. So you did see that one, right? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, I'm just saying, like as far as those go, those are like the, the big ones I'm going for. Debating about whether or not I'll go see Suicide Squad or not. I mean, it looks awesome, but you know, could still be bad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be fun either way. Like it, I mean, it if looks nothing else, good to me. If nothing else, I want to go for it just to see Harley Quinn, Joker, and a tiny bit of Batman. Like just to see like how that's going to work within the grand scheme of the rest of this movie. You know? Yeah, especially because it's a nice, it's a good way to get a glimpse of you know Leto's Joker, which is definitely going to be vastly different than any Joker we've seen before. Which is good. I mean, I don't expect everybody to do their best Cesar Romero or Jack Nicholson impression. Like, I want, I always want them to do something new and different because he's a character that's kind of malleable that way. As long as he's crazy and somewhat humorous, as long as you keep that part intact, you can kind of do whatever else you want with it. You know, like the only, oh, yeah. like the only version of Joker that I've ever seen it, that I that I didn't like was 
they had this te- they had this cartoon series called the Batman that ran for a little while, and it was like this weird like Rastafarian looking like Joker with like a he, oh yeah I know who you're talking about he was about. wearing like a orange and purple like straight jacket you know but he had like sleeves yeah. undone and I was like. You know what? I think I had a uh, action figure of that Joker somewhere. Yeah, see, that's the only Joker I didn't care for, at least as far as the aesthetics go. Like, I didn't like that look. You know, I, you know, I, I don't know. Something about it just didn't sit well with me. You know, I was waiting for him to try to sell sell Batman a joint or something. You know, right? Very cool. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff to look forward to for geek entertainment in the yeah like speaking of uh comic book movies we watched uh deadpool last night finally (laughs) yeah well i mean like we it got to the point where we just had to wait until it came out on video Mm -hmm. uh so we just bought it on amazon because it was like seven bucks to rent it and it was 15 bucks to buy it yeah i was like why the fuck wouldn't we buy it right you know so we watched that, and holy fuck, was that movie awesome. <laughs> I told you, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I knew it was. I, I just hadn't gotten the chance to see it because timing was bad. Like, I had no money and job at the time it came right. out. So, um, And not only that, like, you know, getting a babysitter is a struggle for us sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we finally watched that. And I wasn't sure if Ashley was going to like it or not because I knew it was going to be ultra-violent. Like, I knew the the sexy jokes or mm-hmm. sexual jokes and you know that kind of stuff wasn't going to bother her any um she likes kevin smith so no worries there but i was like you know when you see him looking through the the bullet hole in his arm and shooting the three dudes with one bullet through the head i was like that might be a little much for her um and then the pegging scene <laughs> yeah i actually thought so i heard a lot of people talking about that and i thought it was going to be a lot more graphic than it was yeah no it was tastefully done but it was hilarious because it's like <laughs> it was tasteful pegging yeah like, how often do you hear that sentence but it's one of those things that, like you, well it's the thing you just don't expect it in a movie unless it's a point oh i know you know so it was kind of yeah. cool that they throw that in there and they, they did, did it in a, a way uh, where it was like it wasn't too like out of left field or whatever. Like it wasn't like gonna hit they, you. They had a creative way to show her uh, putting the strap on on as she was tightening the strap. That was that was a really good quick way to illustrate exactly what the fuck was going on there. Right. Um, but yeah, they definitely. I, I thought that movie was really well done, and I mean, that's the one thing everybody's like, oh, well, all these superhero movies are gonna be rated R now. I'm like. Not all of them. I mean, I can see them trying to do it with some other... Like, I could see a Wolverine... I think it just makes it okay now. Yeah, but I mean, I could see a Wolverine rated R movie. I could see, you know... I could see, like, a Punisher rated R movie if they were going to do a, a movie. And, like, it would actually be good this time, hopefully. But, I mean, in general, like, I... There's certain ones you can get away with that, and there's just some you can't. Like, Captain America rated R? Nah, no. <laughs> Not going to happen. Well, and that's not the movie I want to be rated R. Exactly. Like I want, I want Wolverine to be rated R. I want Deadpool rated R, mm-hmm. and I want Suicide Squad rated R. Yeah, like those are the kinds of movies I want rated R. Yeah, those ones at least should, or at least be a very, very hard PG thirteen. If you're not going to do the R, like you, you can kind of like push that envelope like all the way over to the edge of the desk. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Maybe even have it kind of teeter-totter like it's going to fall, but not quite, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But, like, either way, it's just one of those things of, you know, I mean, it's cool that it finally, like, 
made it work. Like, yeah, you can do this, and it's not going to ruin your movie. Like, it was still funny. You know, you had the fourth wall breaks, which I was kind of wondering how they were going to handle that, because that doesn't always go over well with movie audiences or audiences in general sometimes. Right. But, yeah, that was... I thought that movie was really, really well done. And, I mean, they did one of the things I've been waiting for them to do in superhero movies and do well, the whole white eyes thing, like when he puts the mask on. Like, that was great. Yeah, I did... I actually noticed that. I was like, man, the eyes are really different than any other superhero costume. Right. Like, I mean, you can kind of cheat it with, like, Iron Man or, like, uh, Batman and his, like, you know his anti-Superman armor or whatever with the eyes lighting up, but it's still not the same idea as, like, when you read a comic and Batman puts the cowl on, all of a sudden his eyes are white, you know? It's, like, it's kind of cool that they kind of found a way to do it in this one and make it look good and not, you know, not look cartoony or... Yeah, they didn't look dead. They didn't look, like, plastic or dead eyes. Right, and he wasn't wearing, like, contacts with the grease paint around the eyes thing, yeah. So, I mean, but either way, you know, that movie was really well done. I'm glad you finally got to see it, though. Me too, and I'm I'm definitely going to watch it again. I actually almost watched it again today, um, but I was like, eh, I'm going to give it, like, a week. I'll watch it again in a week. Um, but uh, it's, it's a fun fucking movie, man. Like, I would recommend it to anyone out there that's not easily offended. Right. Um, you know, if you're easily offended, you're, you're probably not a listener of the show either. Possibly not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that was really cool. And then uh, we also watched the Kevin Smith directed episode of The Flash from this week. Yeah, we haven't got yeah, a chance to watch that, that yet. <laughs> so at first, I, I couldn't really tell that it was Kevin Smith until about three quarters of the way through. I'm like, man, there's a lot of talking. Right. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a very dialogue heavy episode, and it's very uh, story driven, which I really really liked. Right. Um, I enjoyed that it was that it was largely based on uh, you know just kind of tying up loose ends and exploring some things from previous episodes they didn't spend much time on. I think it was a really good it was like the one episode every season that you need to have for the information dump and it still had a little bit of action in it. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a weird villain in this one. Um not it was not my favorite villain by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But it was fine. Like it was it was perfectly okay. And uh it, I I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people said like, "Oh, that was it was the worst episode of The Flash ever." But I think they're just Kevin Smith bashers. They they just don't like anything he's attached to. Yeah, well, you know. Um, you know, and I, I don't love everything he does either, but right. I if you didn't know it was a Kevin Smith episode, you'd just be like, oh, this is the one where they catch you up on everything. Mm-hmm. And it, it was kind of perfect that he's the one that directed it. Yeah, sorry, taking a drink there. Yeah, I, I decided to smoke my cigar right when you decided to take a drink. So. <laughs> Dead air, guys. Dead air. Well, at least we have video, so people knew why I was quiet. Right. Sorry. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I, I mean, other than that, I've I've been watching a lot of Twitch again. Uh, I I listened to a little bit of the Giant Bomb cast this week. I actually ended up turning it off because it was just kind of depressing this week. 
Um, they so the host, the boss, essentially that got put into the position when Ryan Davis died. Uh, he's just become like a super negative person, like increasingly so over the years. Like probably three years later now, or four years later, mm-hmm. and he literally cannot let anyone say they like something without him chiming in and saying, but you know, it's kind of shitty or, Oh, I don't like that. Or, Oh, it sucks. Right. And literally to the point where they're talking about like the best video games of all time. Right. And he's like, well, I know, I know this is one of the best games ever, but I just don't like it. (laughs) I, I just don't have fun playing it. So I don't think it's good. Right. And everybody in the room, like, usually people won't argue with him. Yeah. They, you know, because he is their boss. Like, ultimately, he kind of swings his his power around like a child. And he's like, well, I'm your boss, so I guess I get the last say. And, like, makes comments like that where he's, like, not really joking. Right. And he's just, you know, everybody finally, like, over this, where they're literally talking about, like, you know, Legend of Zelda and Super Mario Brothers and stuff like that. Where he's like, well, I, I just don't think it's that good. That everybody's just like, no, you're wrong. It, it's, it is one of the best games of all time. Like, you can't argue this point. Which game was it? Um, uh, well, they were talking about a bunch of them. Like, it pretty much happened to, like... Uh, I forget who it is. Somebody did a ranking of the, the best games of all time. Something like that. Okay. And it was games like, you know, Super Mario Brothers. Right. And, you know... A Link to the Past and like Tetris. Like, you know, games you can't argue are revolutionary and incredible. Right. And he was just like, well, I, I don't think Super Mario is really that good. And everybody's just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, just no. Wow. Like, we're not having this argument. And they were talking about the new Uncharted game, mm-hmm. which everyone is saying is one of the best games they've ever played. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, it, it's definitely one of the best games out there, but I don't like it. And people are like, well, why? And he's like, well, I, I just didn't enjoy playing it. It's like, I don't think you enjoy doing anything other than shitting on everything. Yeah. You know, just one of those people that just has to have the last word and it has to be negative. Just being a contrarian, yeah. Yeah. Because everybody no likes this thing, I'm going to say, no, I don't like this thing because... People yeah, are gonna shit on me like the like only that. thing that he seems to enjoy anymore, as far as video games go, is like old imported Turbo Graphics Japanese import versions, which is fine. Like that's the only thing, and it's like okay, that's great, but you know, maybe you shouldn't be doing the job you're doing anymore. Right? You seem very unhappy. Um, so I don't know. Like I, I just was like, okay, you know what? I'm done with this. And not only that, they were just, they're bashing the shit out of Battleborn. Right. And just, they were literally just spouting disinformation. Like, oh, you got to pay for characters. And, you know, it doesn't work well. And I'm like, I didn't, I have not had a single issue with the game working well. I've had an issue with like shitty people playing it. And, you know, bad attitudes and the typical MOBA issues. But that has nothing to do with the game itself, so that's just the people playing it. Yeah, and, like, them saying, like, oh, you have to buy characters or whatever the fuck it was. No. Just no. Like, you get all of the characters, but you have to unlock them because, 
you know, it gives you something to do and work towards. Well, that's why you just look at them and go, okay, so you play Mortal Kombat, but you have to unlock characters later on, too, in that game. So what the fuck's the difference? Well, and they like the unlock system in Call of Duty, and they bitch when it's too easy. Right. You know, I mean, I guess it's it's enough to say that they like Call of Duty to say they don't really have great opinions on games. Yeah. Um, the but, only uh, the only reason I would even pick up the new one is just to have yeah, modern I just warfare. Want the, again. I want the remake. <laughs> I want I want modern warfare again. And, and the bummer there is you have to buy the eighty dollar version mm-hmm. to get it bundled in. You can't just buy the remaster because they know no one would buy the new game. Pretty much. So, but yeah, I I was just like I'm done with this. I'm I'm moving on with my life. Right. I don't need you know you guys just spouting lies into my ears, and me choosing to listen to it. Um, but uh, yeah, I listened to that, and I listened to the Giant Bomb East cast or the Beast cast, mm-hmm. and that's really good. Like it's almost like the people that couldn't put up with the negativity in San Francisco anymore moved back out to the East coast to New York. Right. And started, you know, like they opened up a second studio out here and they're just like, they're happy. Like they are, you know, happy to be there and they have opinions about stuff and they're not like saying everything's great and, you know, fucking roses and flowers and candy and unicorns. But they're at least talking in fact and not like just spouting off lies right and saying they just well five games came out this week and guess what they're all fucking garbage because they're not what we like um you know it's i i almost am at the point where i'm just not going to listen to the giant bomb cast anymore and i'm only going to listen to the giant beast cast um and even that sometimes gets a little bit irritating because they just it's one of those things where I think games media like websites like Polygon and Kotaku and Giant Bomb, I think they're probably going to be gone within the next two years Yeah, because we have Twitch streaming and we have YouTube and people can seek out the information they want and pick and choose, you know, much easier and they don't charge us for it. So, like, if you want to be a Giant Bomb member and not have commercials on your podcast, and they get increasingly longer. They're, like, two and a half minutes now, and they used to be, like, 30 seconds a year ago. Um, And mind you, they said they would never have advertising during the podcast. So that alone is fucking irritating. Right. Um, But, like, I don't have to have that shit when I go to YouTube or when I go to Twitch and watch something, you know, I can just use ad block and not get any ads ever. Right. Um, it's, it's just fucking frustrating, man. And I think, I think websites like those will go away, especially when they're charging like 70 or $80 for a year long membership. Right. Yeah. It's, kind of sad because i remember like the in like back in the day ign used to be just like articles about games now it's like all this mass marketing shit and it's like yeah and you get like the clickbait articles and right. that kind of bullshit right and i really no no i'm good yeah i just don't need that um but no i mean it's uh i don't know it was an interesting interesting entertainment week um 
you know, I, I definitely watched some stuff, and I'm I'm thrilled I got to watch Deadpool. Uh, watch the uh, so a, a good transition here. I watched the trailer for the new Civilization game that comes out in October today. Yeah, uh, that looks pretty awesome. Uh, they did show a little bit of uh, in-game. I think it was screenshots or footage or something. And it looks a little bit more like Civ colonization, like they went with a little more cartoony look again. Uh, and it looks really, really good. It, it looks like they're making another traditional Civ game, and I can't wait to play it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Civ games are not for everybody, and I don't play them constantly. Yes. But I always enjoy them when I do play them. Yeah, I mean, the last, like... The last RTS games that I played that I really enjoyed, uh, I mean, I did play a little bit with, like, uh, Red Alert 3 for a little bit. Didn't really do much in that. Um, well, Red Alert 3 isn't, like, Civ at all. No, it's not, but I'm just saying, like, the, the actual, like, RT, like, well, no. The one game that's closest to that was uh, the last one that I played, taking it back a bit, is uh, Rise of Nations. That was like the last one that I played like that that I got into. Yeah, Civ Five was the last one I really loved because it was basically like the old school versions of the those kind of games, right? But with good graphics and a really easy to use interface. So yeah, um, so yeah. So uh, what video games did you guys play this week? I'm playing Hearthstone right now, like I always do during the podcast. <laughs> nice. I, I played a couple of matches. I did my uh, my daily quests a couple of times this week, and I did the Tavern Brawl. I actually played quite a few games of the Tavern Brawl um, to complete my daily quests. Yeah, I, I just completed one of my quests, and now I'm com- trying to complete the other one. To get my my uh, extra decks or whatever. Yeah, I'm I, uh, way, damn it. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed this week's tavern brawl. It was interesting. You only got to pick two cards, and you would just constantly draw one of those two cards. So people would pick something like you know, there's a mage card called Ice Block that if you get you know taken down to zero health, where you would typically lose the game you don't die and become invulnerable for that turn. And then, but you can only have two of those in your deck normally. So it's not really a big deal. Like, Oh, they, you know, can't be killed this round. I'll just kill them next turn. Fine. Um, well, it was more interesting when they can play that every turn until they don't draw it. So fortunately I I was playing against or I was playing as a warrior where I had a, a card that dealt three damage and gave me three armor, which is just health back. Um so I basically just outlasted them and was dealing like one more damage than they were every turn. And eventually they gave up. Hmm. But quite a few quite a few decks like that were just you know, just really ridiculous combos that are only balanced because they can't happen very often. So there was a lot of really broken shit in this week's Tavern Brawl, but it was just kind of fun to see it, too. That's cool. Yeah. Um, 
What about you, Andrew? What'd you play? Uh, like I said, I was messing around a little bit with some uh, Fallout earlier. I didn't really get to play much. I was kind of messing around with a, a mod that I got that I was having trouble with it working. So I haven't got that figured out yet, but hopefully I will because it would be awesome if I did. But um, other than that, uh, I messed around a little bit with Guild Wars 2. Nice. Actually did that. Actually, I did that last week, but I didn't really get a chance to talk about it. Um, didn't I haven't really gotten very far in it. Just kind of picked it up to see what would happen with it. Mm-hmm. I made like an engineer character to mess around with, see how that works. So far, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, this week I really didn't get a chance to play or do much because I've been so damn tired and getting out of work late and everything. I really didn't do much. Because even when I did come out here to like sit in front of the computer, I mostly just turned on a podcast and surfed around on Facebook and shit. <laughs> I just wasn't really in the mood to do anything. So, um, and either that or I was napping, one of the two. So, um, Such a hard life, right? Do you want to go count shit until midnight? <laughs> I don't like counting in general. There you go. I was money. counting shit until midnight. I was counting sheep, waiting for you. Yeah, worked good for you. <laughs> but no, there wasn't, I mean, like, I didn't really get a chance to do much as far as gaming this week. Like, the problem I'm having right now is it's like, I liked playing the Overwatch beta last week. I, yeah, I, I am struggling to play anything else now. It's like, I don't, like, I'm not going to have the money to pick it up or anything anytime soon, probably, but I definitely... I, I just don't want to play anything else is my problem. Well, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is like I I don't have the money to pick it up right away, but like I know I probably will at some point later on. But in the meantime, it's kind of like, what am I in the mood for? I mean, about the only other thing is like I found an article as I was kind of like having a sort of like cyberpunk mood because of all the rain and stuff this week, and I was listening to some like electronic music and techno shit, and I was like, hmm, I feel kind of cyberpunk. So I found this article with like cyberpunk games. Like, what's, you know, like, the ten best cyberpunk games or whatever. And I was like, okay, I've played that one. One of, you know, that one looks okay. And then I was like, what do I want to play? And I was like, hmm. And then I looked around, like, you know, Watch Dogs was on the list. And I was like, okay. I mean, at this point, it's cheap enough now. I can pick it up, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent or whatever. Um, and then they mentioned Remember Me. And I remember seeing the uh, trailers for that one. I was like, that was kind of a cool, interesting game. It's kind of like a, 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 to me, it kind of had like a modern take on um, Johnny Mnemonic a little bit, an updated version of that, so to speak. So I was like, oh, that's cool. So I kind of added those to my wish list, but again, I'm probably not going to pick them up anytime soon. So it's like like my wish list on Steam, I've only got like six games. Yeah. It's like Mafia 3, obviously, because that looks amazing. Yeah. yeah, I love the Mafia games. That That is on my list to play, but I don't know. I'll probably get to it, like, around Christmas time this year. That's typically when I, I like to play Mafia games for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I those games are basically Christmas games to me, and I don't know why. It's just, well, this one will be a well, this one, I guess, is going to take place in kind of a, uh, like a Louisiana, like New Orleans kind of setting, so it might even be like a spring or summer game. 
Oh, I know, but, like, for whatever reason, like, I always feel like I should be playing Mafia games around Christmas. Like, not that they're themed around Christmas. Well, I can kind of see that, though, because the first two games, there were sections that took place during, like, Christmas and or the wintertime, especially the second game. So I can see yeah. why you would get that. It's kind of like, you know, you play Skyrim, you want to play that during, like, you know, wintertime because it kind of fits. But it's like that's on my wish list, uh, that... Rise of Tomb, Rise of the Tomb Raiders on there because I like the last one. I still want to check that out. Yeah, um, and I put Fable Anniversary on there because one, I remember the the story came out. I think it was last week or whatever that Lionhead Studios is now completely shut down. Yes, they are. So there is no more Fable games. So it's like I, I remember I got Fable, whatever the more recent Fable game was. I picked that one up on Steam a while back and I played around with that for a little bit and I was like well it'd be kind of nice to go back and play the original because I never really played that in its initial run because I didn't have a original Xbox or whatever at the time right so and then like obviously I mentioned Watch Dogs and Remember Me and then I have Just Cause 3 because again I want a game where I can just run around and do crazy shit blowing shit up so there you go I am chaotic good sometimes blowing shit up and doing the right thing go hand in hand <laughs> Indeed. Um, yeah. Um, I played a little bit of The Division this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really want to like that game. I, I think it's such a cool-looking game, and I like the RPG elements of it. Mm-hmm. I like the gear, but I just don't have fun when I'm playing it, despite how much I want to like it. Um, it just it seems like it's actively trying to make me not want to play it. Just stupid shit happens, weird little bugs. It's hard to move around the world. Um, you know, just dumb little stuff that shouldn't be a big deal, but is just really frustrating when you're trying to just relax and play the game. Um, you know, like it it makes you really really have to pay attention, and it kind of gets to the point where like you know how you can kind of just play WoW and not really pay super close attention and do just fine. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite of that. Where it's like it's kind of boring like that because you're just kind of dealing damage to enemies, but it forces you to pay attention nonstop. Like if you if you stop paying attention for like 30 seconds, you can lose like 20 minutes of progress. Yeah. And it's just it's so frustrating. You know, and like even if you are paying attention, sometimes you get stuck on something in the world, or a bug happens. Like they just have so many dumb issues with that game. Right. Um, you know, it, it could have been the next big thing that kept Ubisoft going for years and years, and it's just going to fall off the map because nobody wants to go and play it um, because it's such a a struggle to just even play the game. Yeah. So. Yeah, kind of a bummer, but um, it's just such a damn pretty game. Um, and I tried to play a little Battleborn this week, but again, like it's been getting bashed in the media so hard, like nobody will play it. Like nobody wants to play it because everybody just wants to bitch about it. Yeah, it's so like my thing. I couldn't like, even get a game. Yeah, my thing with Battleborn is it's like I. It's not that I didn't like the game or whatever, I just think I had a lot more fun with Overwatch. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, they're not even the same kind of game. Like, they're nothing alike. But they other have. Then you shoot a gun. But they have similar enough concepts where they have like the very kind of like over the top characters and. Yeah, I mean they know. have similar themes, but the actual gameplay is totally different. One is like a MOBA, right? And the other is just a class based shooter. It's Team Fortress Two made by Blizzard. And that's not a bad thing. Both of them are amazing games, but everybody wants to compare them, and they're like, "Well, Battleborn is is so different and slow." And it's like, "Well, it's a it's a different kind of game. It's not the same genre of game." Like, yeah, they both have shooting, but you know that doesn't mean they're the same thing. And you know, unfortunately, I'm I'm in the same boat. Like, I just well, I guess it's not even unfortunately. It's just truthfully, I I agree that I have more fun playing Overwatch, and that's kind of the only game I want to be playing right now. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think out of the two, I mean, like I, you know, don't get me wrong. I like some of the stuff in Battleborn, but I I just had more fun and enjoyed it more to play that one. So it's like I'm more inclined to go for Overwatch. You know. And it's kind of surprising coming from Blizzard because it's like it's like that's the kind of game I wouldn't expect from them, you know. Like, well, been- and it wasn't even it wasn't going to be that game, right? It was going to be an MMO, and they turned it into one of the best, most polished shooters. And they've never made a shooter before. No, I mean, yeah, you can like that was kind of what we were talking about before. Was it similar to? Um, uh, uh, Team Fortress 2, which is like you would expect that kind of a game from Valve, you know. But Blizzard did it, and they did a pretty good job of it. I mean, you know, even if you want to sit there and go, well, it rips off TF2, I'm like, yeah, but it does it brilliantly, you know. Well, and it doesn't even rip it off. Right. It's just the same genre. Like, they don't... If you try to go back and play Team Fortress 2 and compare them, uh, they're really nothing alike. You know, Team Fortress 2 is really straightforward, Whereas Overwatch has a lot more variety. They pulled in the ultimate attack from MOBAs, which really makes the game different. Um, And every character has a different, entirely different feel and gameplay style. Um, Whereas TF2, like, it didn't matter if you're, you know, the demo man, um, you know, with one hat or the demo man with a different hat he still plays like the demo man. Right. Whereas you can play Junkrat or you can play, you know, uh, Diva and totally different gameplay styles. And there's not just, you know, six or seven classes. There's 26 classes. Oh yeah. Like I even played, uh, Diva during one of the, the capture point missions or whatever. And I actually got like the play of the game for that one because I ran into where they were capping the point or whatever. Yeah. I just used the, the, the nuclear yeah, option exploding now. Yeah. I just used the Mac, nuclear yeah. option and blew up the, blew up the thing. I killed myself, but I killed them too. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got probably, I would say 30% to 40% of my games. I got play of the game. Cause I played a lot of junk rat. Mm-hmm. So I would either shoot, like, one... I had one play of the game where I I killed one guy with my ultimate. Yeah. And then I ran in after it and shot one grenade and killed the whole team. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much figured from the beta the get, like... If I'm on defense, I'm either going to go with Trobjorn or Bastion just because they're kind of built for that. Um, you know, as far as, like, defending their point or whatever... Attacking, I'm still kind of figuring out what I'm good with. Like I know I'm like I can kind of use Bastion sometimes for that, 
just to kind of like you know push back or make sure that I can keep all the yeah I mean I, I'll play Widowmaker on on attacking just because I can kill some of the defenders and soften up their defenses before my team goes in right and then I like you know I like using um it's like attack I still haven't quite figured out exactly who I'm really good with but I mean. You know, I'm, I've, I was playing around with that for a little bit during the beta, so I don't know. I like using a Diva once in a while. Um, I did. There was one game where I think I used Junkrat. Yeah, I did use Junkrat for one game just because it was it was some weird like Canyon Road or something. It was a, it was one of those very narrow sort of maps where you just had like the one way to go. And you had to get right. the bomb there. And mostly what I did is Junkrat was just push the bomb forward. You know. But, I mean, even then, I still had fun playing with, with that character for a little bit. But Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I, I really am still holding out hope that they give it to us, like, a week or two early. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but I just, I have this feeling, like, we're, we're going to end up where they're going to be like, hey, so we just decided to launch the game a week early. Have fun. Right. Yeah, um, they might, yeah. You know, but, like, there's no rush now. Like, they're not competing with Battleborn. They successfully killed their only launch competition. Right. Um, and they didn't even have to try. Yeah, and I was going to say, and Battleborn's already out. So it's like, you know, there's no competition or whatever, really, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was it was a... It was a really fun game, but the problem is, like, every time I start playing something else, I'm like, fuck, I want to play Battleborn, <laughs> like, tapping my veins looking for Battleborn some or Overwatch somewhere. You got to find that um, picture of uh, Dave Chappelle for you, like, you got any more of that Overwatch? <laughs> yeah, like, I, dude, I found myself the other day watching one of my own fucking replays of the game. <laughs> I was like, fuck, this is my video. <laughs> you almost it's did like jerking this. off to your own picture or something. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> hey, I mean, there's worse choices. <laughs> Never been that much of a narcissist. Like, yeah, I want to fuck myself. Like, nope, nope. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Oddly enough, I I do that often, <laughs> just not in that sense. I I don't think I've ever masturbated to one of my pictures, but like, I always have my own pictures <laughs> up on my phone. Going weird places of myself. Mm. Like, instead, most people have their kids. I have myself. On my phone. I, I I approve that. Well, that is that is a great choice. I mean, I I have been getting really good pictures with doing burlesque. That I'm just like, I like that. It's my background on my phone now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, and then uh, I I did stream some. Uh, I streamed a little bit of Hearthstone. Um, what else did I play? I played something else I was going to talk about with you guys. Uh, let me look here real quick. Um, I tried out Black Ops 3 today um, because it was free for this weekend. Mm-hmm. And man, is that a fucking flaming turd. <laughs> it just it feels so fast-paced that it it literally doesn't matter what you do like you just run around and then when you see an enemy you just kind of push down the mouse button or the button on the controller and see who dies first and i know there's people out there that are like oh you know it takes skill and you got to be quick and it's like no dude like even the best players out there are getting like maybe two or three kills per life 
you know, there it's basically just who has the better connection wins. Right. You know, it, it's and it doesn't even look pretty. Like it's not a pretty looking game. The textures are kind of shitty. The only reason anyone thinks it looks okay is because you're moving so fast that the motion blur just makes everything look smooth. But really, if you stop and look at any of the textures, they're real blurry, and it's just not that good of a, you know, good visual experience when you play that game. Right. Um, and it's it runs like crap on computers. Like, I don't know why they even bother to put that game out on computers. It got to the point where they had to start selling it for 15 bucks for just the multiplayer version on Steam. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm thinking I might just go and uh, play the um, single player campaign while it's free this weekend, um, just to to have played that because I generally enjoy those single player campaigns. I, I like the Call of Duty single player stuff. It's always kind of fun to see the different weapons and just kind of mow down some enemies. Right, and if once um, in a while the story is actually somewhat decent, at least. Yeah, like it's it's sometimes not trash, but uh, that's that's not something I'm going to buy after they let me play it for free for the weekend. I'm not going to be like, Oh yeah, I should give you money for this. Right. You should give me money for this. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm going to bill you for my time. Thank you. (laughs) Um, but I don't know. Like it, 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 it's fine. Whatever. It's call of duty. If you like call of duty, it's probably good. Um, and then, uh, what else did I play here? Hmm. Played the Get Sleepy game. Uh, played a little more Diablo. Cool. Uh, not a ton. Just uh, did a little bit of leveling and got a few new pieces of gear and that sort of thing. Um, and then right before you guys called, I was actually streaming some World of Warcraft. Mm. Um, I still haven't gotten... If you play a new character to level 20, you get a free new um, warrior character in Hearthstone. Hmm. Like not a card, like your your main hero dude that shows up as your character. Right. So it doesn't actually affect anything. It just looks different, has some different sound effects and stuff. Mm. Um, but it's free, so it's kind of cool. And normally the other, I think three or four they have, they charge ten bucks for. So Ooh, I finally right. won my five old gods packs. Yay! You should open them and tell us if you get any legendaries. Uh, let me get there. I'm anxious. What's in the box? What's in the cards? <laughs> I, dude, every time I get a, a loot box in Overwatch, I'm just screaming what's in the box at my computer. Oh, yeah. Like, I cannot wait. Like, I I think when it launches, I'm going to try to save up my first five boxes to open all at once. Yeah. Because you get those first five levels so quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, but after level 10, man, it becomes a slog. I think I got to level 21 in the open beta, or 22 maybe. Yeah. Um, and once you get to level 15, you're playing like a dozen games to get one level at least. Right. Okay, um, stupid question, but how do you know if it's legendary? Uh, it's got an orange gem in it, and it glows yellow, and it's got a big dragon on the the card outline. Okay. This one has no legendaries in it. Yeah. Normally they will have one blue card, which is a rare card and four white cards, which are common cards. Yeah. That's what I got. You will occasionally get an epic card, which is purple. Yeah. 
This one I got the Usher of Souls, the Darkshire Councilman, the Bob Creeper, a Light in the Darkness, and the Cult Sorcerer with that one. That's not bad. Those are decent cards. Yeah, they were, they were pretty decent. Um, but yeah, I, I so Andrew, after we talked on the podcast last week, um, I went and I actually played some McCree and I actually did really, really well with him. Yeah, like I said, for me, like the thing I figured out about some of the characters is it's nice to use their abilities as like combos. So you like, oh, yeah. so like with McCree, you throw out that one that stuns them and then you can just sit there and one or two shot them and then move on or whatever. Well, and that's what I kept trying to do with him. <laughs> I kept trying to just rush in and stun them and then, you know, bust off my alt fire. Right. Um, and that wasn't really working. I would die too quick. He's too squishy for that. Yeah. And he's too slow. Like he doesn't have a real good getaway. Like if you roll in on them, right. you're, you're just you better kill them or you're dead. Right. Well, that's why. Um, I was, that's why. Like I was saying, like use that more for like maybe if like you'd come across like one person or something like. Yeah. So I I started using him as a sniper and just kind of taking out Pharahs out of the sky. Mm-hmm. And taking out divas from long range, and then you know moving in to kill her, you know to kill diva without the mech. Right. Um, but uh, you know, and it was nice to have the stun for when they you know rushed you down and you couldn't get away. Right. But yeah, I mean he's he's not bad. It's just he's a little bit. You have to kind of be a little smart about how you play with with him. Yeah, he. I feel like he's one of the higher skill characters, and if you don't use McCree correctly, you're you're gonna have a real bad time. <laughs> yes. Um, and you don't see that many of them. I think for that reason, like a bunch of people tried him because he's cool and has a cigar. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've I've seen a few guys use him fairly effectively. Like especially once you get the that ultimate ability charged up or whatever, then he can kind of like take out a bunch of people at once. Yes. It just, it's... yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't have any luck with his alt. I tried really hard to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the most I ever got was two. And I had a lot of, I actually had probably five or six instances where I hit like four people, mm-hmm. but it would only kill one. Mm-hmm. Like, I always feel like if, if an alt that you have to stand still to use mm-hmm. for several seconds goes off, it should kill people. It shouldn't be like, oh, they, you know, they took some damage, but mm-hmm. you should run in there and kill them now. You know, that that would be like Genji's alt going off. Or, uh, not Genji, uh, what's his face? Um, Hanzo. Right. You know, and not not actually killing people that you hit with the dragon. It'd be like, well, that's terrible. Yeah. You know, as slow as McCree is, when you use this alt, you know, it should fucking work because now everybody's looking for you because they know that you're around. Right, yeah. And within line of sight. So, I don't know. I, I felt like he's good, but I think he actually needs a buff. I don't think he needs a damage buff. I think he needs more mobility because he's, he's hard to play. Especially at the beginning of the game, because you are if you die, you are running for like a good ten seconds. Right. And it's fucking painful. You're just like, okay, well, I'll be there in a while, guys. Oh look, the whole team died, so I should run in and, you know, die myself, or I guess hang out over here and hope the enemy team doesn't find me. Right. Um it, he definitely needs some balance and some tweaking. There's definitely a few characters that need some changes, and I think uh, 
Bastion is another one because he's either just this insurmountable turret that you can't kill, right? Or he's just an irrelevant thing that you blow up with Junkrat, you know, or Hanzo sneaks up on him, or Tracer sneaks up on him. Right. Um, it's not that hard to counter him, but once in a while, he's just he's not fun to play against. Like even when he's something you're countering, he's not fun to play against because you just kind of run up and kill him. Yeah. And that's just not fun. And like his his main gameplay mechanic is to literally be Trobjorn's turret. Yeah. Like you literally just have to sit there. At least with Widowmaker, you can, you know, use your uh grappling hook to move around and get places and you know, kind of move around a little bit and just I don't. I don't mind camping. Do so that's. I don't mind camping. That's why I like Trobiar. Because if I find a really good like, you know, spot to kind of watch out for the, you know, whatever the defense is or whatever, then I'm good. Like I don't use him for offense because that's kind of pointless. But well, I, I'm not saying use him for offense, but like it's just not fun to play against. Uh, against what's his face, um, uh, Bastion. Yeah. Like. Even when I kill him, I'm just, you know, I just kind of kill him and it's it's one-sided fight. And then when he kills me, it's like, well, I didn't know he was there and he shot me from 200 yards away and killed me in about one and a half seconds. Right, because he went into turret mode or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like they need to buff his damage when he's not a turret. Right. And give him, like, either make the the turret mode a cooldown. Mm-hmm. Or make it a little bit slower firing when he's in turret mode or something like that. So people don't just instantly die when he happens to be in turret mode. Right. Um, Because he fucking melts people. Like, if you're playing... I've had him kill me as, you know, McCree and some of the other weaker characters. Right. Literally before I'm able to, like, even react. Yeah. I can't... I don't even know he's there. And I'm like, oh, I guess a Bastion killed me. Right. Um, then you see that kill cam. That's the only thing I would. I, I didn't. I didn't really look into it to see if there was, but I would like an option to disable that because I always hate freaking kill cams. You you actually can disable that. Yes. Cool. I need to look. At yeah. That. Um, you can in fact go into the options and just turn off. Um, there's a a checkbox that is uh, automatically skip kill cam. Mm-hmm. So there you go. The more you know. Hmm. Um, do, do, do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that is that GI Joe or Reading Rainbow? I think it's Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Yeah. No, the more you know is that uh, star thing when they do those public service announcements, like on ABC or whatever. Like the yeah, that, that came that came from Reading Rainbow though. They did the star. They had the rainbow with the star. That was Reading Rainbow. Okay. I'll take hard hitting topics on box press radio. Take your word for that one, but all right. <laughs> I, I watched it every day as a child. Well, yeah, I watched Reading Rainbow too, but I don't remember that part. I remember the beginning part where the book would open and the rainbow came out, but yeah, and I think at the end it had the star that shot across and left the rainbow. Anyway, yes, um, yeah. So, uh, played a little division, played a little, and by a little bit, I mean truly like maybe 20 minutes of world of warcraft um the other big thing i did as far as games is concerned this week i made a ton of layouts for streaming on twitch yes um 
I put together a layout for World of Warcraft tonight after work actually um, where I streamed it on Twitch like I actually stream my Photoshop uh, program while I was making the layout uh, for Twitch when I stream World of Warcraft and it was super easy um, it was a little difficult to set up that, that stream for some reason. It, I don't know why, but it was really a struggle to get it to show Photoshop. Like, it would show the program, but it wouldn't show the images in Photoshop that I was working on, mm -hmm. which is the most frustrating thing in the world. Uh, it turns out you have to turn off an option in Photoshop for some reason. Like, you can't wear graphics accel... Or you can't wear... You can't use graphics acceleration. Right. Um... But, uh, yeah, so I got that working, and I, I put that up on YouTube, and hopefully it helps people out. Because it seems like people think it's this insurmountable thing to create an overlay. Hmm. Um, but it's literally just you take a screenshot of where your cam is going to be at, like, so you know the dimensions. And then you just draw whatever the fuck shapes and colors and stuff. Like, if you have basic Photoshop skills, it's super easy. Um so yeah, I did that, and then I put together a... So for the Twitch stream, I'm going to go through some of these, actually, um, so they can see what I'm talking about. So this is the WoW overlay I did. I did a simple, like... Uh, I used some of the, the assets from their website and repurposed them for my reasons um, to look like the Legion uh, thing that's coming up. Mm. And then um, I made one for the Division, and I just wanted to kind of, like see what a overlay would look like using their style so i used like the orange uh bars and the the sans serif fonts with the dots and stuff like that um, and then i have my battleborn overlay which i'm not in love with it's not my favorite but it kind of fits the theme i kind of copied their style as far as uh information bars and stuff like that goes mm -hmm. um, and then we have the podcast overlay of course I put together a super quick Diablo overlay that I'm really not in love with at all. Yeah. Um, it actually kind of bothers me, and I'm going to have to change it. Um, it's basically just I made two really kind of generic-looking swords for what I'm drinking and smoking, and then I put a like metallic box around my camera and used the Diablo font for my name, and it's really fucking boring. Um, and then my Hearthstone overlay, which is super fucking cool looking. Um, I created one using like the big tentacles from uh, the old gods. And then uh, some of the status bars and stuff. Um, and then my Overwatch overlay, which is super cool. Uh, and my computer's dying right now. I think uh, we're getting to the end of what Call Note allows. I, I doubt you guys can even hear me anymore. You guys there? Hey, sorry about that. That's uh, okay. I was just wondering what was going on. I didn't know if it was your internet fucking up. Or yeah, so but. we got to the two-hour mark, and Call Note starts at literally exactly at two hours every time. 
Mm. Uh, call note actually, um, it basically uses a hundred percent of my resources. Right. Um, so I have to quit everything and my computer almost locks up because it's just running at max everything all of a sudden. Right. Uh, so I have to quit out of call note and then reinitiate any calls. Um, you know, which sucks, Mm -hmm. but it's fine. So yeah, I was just uh, going over my overlays. Um, I think I probably started dropping you guys about the time I was talking about the Hearthstone overlay. Yeah. Um, I used the tentacles and some of the assets that they had, like the arrows and stuff like that. Um, and then my Overwatch overlay, which I'm super, super fucking happy with. I think it looks great. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. But I like my WoW overlay. It's really basic. Um, just super simple. And then, um, yeah, and then our podcast overlay, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, and if you guys ever get a working camera, it'll be cool because we'll have both of our video showing up and everything like that. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't shut down everything for everybody. Well, my internet's actually pretty reliable now. Like, that should be fine. Yeah, I mean, on my end, like, having all that stuff running at once, you know. Sure. I think it'd be okay. It's not that intensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I, I did a lot of overlay stuff. And uh, got my Twitch updated a lot. I put a bunch of new images and information up on my channel. I got a, a bunch of bots working in my channel now, so it displays viewers and people that are active. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you can use commands for like uptime, like how long I've been streaming, and type podcast, and you get information about where to download the show um, and things like donator and subscriber alerts that show videos and gifts and stuff like that when you subscribe or donate right um but yeah that's i think that's actually probably pretty much it like i hate to do a super short extra thing but um you know i i don't know that i really have anything else other than coming to fort wayne tomorrow Hopefully we'll have fun doing that. I know we're going to be here, and then we're going to have to head up to Kendallville for that charity show tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. yeah, go figure. Everybody leaves town when I come to town. Well, hey, you know. Yeah. That's kind of how uh, it usually goes. Yeah, but I think we did a a pretty solid two-plus-hour two show for not planning on doing one this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's actually the first show that the entire thing is recorded with the same overlay for Twitch, and uh, we this is literally the first time we streamed the whole show live, and pretty much had no issues up until just now. Sweet, I know. Yeah, so I'm glad you guys got to call though. I was worried we weren't going to have a show this week. Yeah, I was too, but then it's like, well, the thing with her mom didn't take as long as we thought, and so we kind of just pulled it together at the last minute, I guess. Yeah, worked out. It's our Hail Mary, Hail Mary play there, you know. Right, there you go. Um, but yeah, we'll do this again next week. I'm excited. You know, we'll be we'll be uh, only days away from the launch of Overwatch if it doesn't come out early. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a really good week, and uh, maybe if if I'm lucky, I'll get to see you sometime this weekend. Yeah. All righty. Well, let us know. Yeah. Have a good one, you guys. Take care, sir.
Sí, sí. Ya.